2: <laughs> All right, so Maiden Chafford podcast episode 63. I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong.
3: 63, yes. All right,
2: 63. cool. So, um, we've got Ikran in the building. Um, thank you for joining us today. Lots to discuss. Um, tell the people about yourself, and I'll let the boys introduce themselves.
4: Cool. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, my name's Ikran, and I am a BTS fan, as you guys know, and I'm listening <laughs> at Buzzfeed News.
2: <laughs> I
4: don't know what else I can say about myself. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah.
2: Well, yeah, that's fine. Eman, introduce yourself.
0: Hi, people. My name is Emmanuel. UMT four five. Yeah. Uh He's he's not playing ball today,
3: is he? Colin-
1: nope. <laughs> nope. Uh,
3: Colin Sanusi, uh, big two L, aka. Don Corleone, a.k.a. CoolCon Collective. Do you know what it is yeah. in the building?
2: love it. <laughs> Demi, a.k.a. Two Dems, a, a.k.a. The real is back. The real is back. Um, uh, so, Ike, kind of, just a little bit of backstory. We had a game show on our Instagram Live yesterday. It was a huge success. Thank you to everyone who joined Billy Man in the match. I've not laughed that hard in a long time. But Emmanuel was not happy with the questions he received. Um, specifically, one about What's, what's the most popular drink from Scotland? Now, the answer was Iron Brew. I think that's a general, that's a common...
3: I wouldn't have know known that. that. I wouldn't have known that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've never had it. I
0: don't know. I thought, so, so it's, it's not just me, is it? You're saying it's common drink, because everybody knows. It's common, but people in the comments are saying... As, as, people know as I if it's do. common like the name it Elizabeth
2: on a on, on piece of paper
0: uh,
2: guys, let's, let's, on, let's,
3: let's not argue in front of our guests come on let's have, <laughs> no, some, have, s- have, have some decorum guys come on
0: <laughs> I'm not usually <laughs> like this but yeah <laughs> he's, he's heated about that
2: Now, nah, for you next one we'll do another one and I'll you alright mm, mm. is <laughs> believing I get it I get it Right, clan. So I want to start with your biggest passion. Um, So first topic for today. I guess the two topics that we'll discuss kind of go hand in hand a bit. But I want to start off by talking about BTS because I know that's a massive thing for you. I don't know too much about them, but I know the fandom is huge.
3: You're part of the you're part of the army. I am. No way.
2: Twenty
4: million.
2: How did how did you get into it?
4: Um so it was actually before they were a thing so my sister was just going through youtube watching like dance choreography videos mm. and she watched one of theirs And because we already liked k-pop and korean hip-hop and stuff we just got lost on their youtube channel with like covers and stuff like that and we started following them from then so it was like 2013 and then later mm. on that year they released actual music by themselves so it was, a, it was a bit of a gamble liking them before the music came out but mm.
2: so what have they been what have they been rubbish i or know we did worry like...
4: about that <laughs> 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 but the covers were actually really good so no. it would have been very hard to up.
3: they're one of like the biggest artists in the world aren't they now like they're massive quite escaped yeah. them massive
2: got number one singles in the hot 100 them boys are playing <laughs> like i there's seven of them, isn't it? Am I yeah. correct in saying yes. how do they all show their personality? because this is my biggest thing Like, this is what confuses me the most
4: um, they have so many forms of content, like since mm. they've started, they've had all these reality shows, which you can think of as like say on YouTube and there's you know those youtuber houses and they have all those like mm. games and stuff they play, so in a similar way, but like on a more professional level, on t v shows, they'd have like ten episode long shows where they do like competitions between themselves and they compete for really silly and petty things like a rice cooker or <laughs> going home <laughs> early you and need. It's just like seven boys just going up against each other really hard like arguing and fighting and messing about and joking so yeah
2: is, it, is this a question that might get you in trouble with the fandom who's your favorite
4: it won't get me in trouble it's just i find it hard to pick a favorite
2: is it about yeah. like picking? Mm, is it like how people say, "Oh, it's picking your favorite children"?
4: Kind of, except them um, my age. But...
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Karen, what do you think about like like the K-pop industry in general? Like how they the process is very different to like you know the usual type of um, like bringing up a star. It's quite more like regimented, isn't it? Like they get mm-hmm. put into groups somewhat to some degree. Like how do you feel like that's like um, think... is that a successful thing? You think?
4: um so bts was slightly different than that it was like a friends finding people and then someone professional got involved so it's slightly different setup yeah but the general scene it's it can be intense but i guess it's kind of like signing up to do a sport and being Mm. put in a group and then you work Mm. together towards a common goal yeah you train from like a young age and you just go through all of this like schooling and then training musically so it's I
2: guess. It's really intense because one of our friends shouts out to Vincent. He was into Tae Yang, I want to say. and a I was a bang. Big Bang, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And like the the story of how they all come together is mad. It's like, basically, you're going to be a star and this is how we're going to do it. It's a lot more, I don't know how to, do it. It's there's, there's real artist development as in if they see you and they like you, that's yeah. it, it's clear. Like they're sorting you out for the rest of your life. Which is interesting that I guess Uh, BTS didn't necessarily go that way but it seems more organic
4: yeah it was because in comparison to Taehyung he would have had a massive company backing him yeah Yeah. so there's more money being pushed into him to be
2: which makes sense I guess I don't know it's just interesting to see how like these artists develop and how they do things differently um, and the success that that brings but yeah I would like to try if I could be in there do you think I'd go unnoticed?
4: Um, no.
2: Uh, I thought this is my chance to be part of BTS. I really like those boys. I'm not going to lie. I can't, I'm not going I'm to
4: lie. Um, whenever they try to have black people in K-pop, it doesn't always go well in those groups.
2: <laughs> Say what? I'm
3: not surprised.
2: <laughs> so I want to just do the, the, give a drop a quick 16 and that's it, he bounces. That's his, that's his one job to give the be- there is a
4: girl group literally they got her from Belgium she's a black girl yeah. um, she raps and then that's it and then she's back
2: damn dancing hey, you know what do your job
0: and then do it well isn't it is not it? she, she then... like um. she like Lil Fizz and B2K <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair it's uh, maybe a bit more intense than that because obviously she still has to like dance and look pretty for the whole three for me yeah
0: but it's, it's similar to B2K, because Omarion was always the guy singing, he was the front man, and then the other guys just... Yeah, there. they have assigned
4: roles, like, I guess. There's a person who's there to be very pretty. There's someone to sing, or, like, one or two to sing, and then there's dancers, and then there's... Everyone has their own talent that they uh, push out. Put us on, to, put
2: us on to oh. them. So, how, what's the roles for BTS? So, I don't know, what's one person's job what's another person's job because I know it's like it's even sort of supposed to represent like a family so one of them supposed to be viewed as like oh the little brother sort of character that like everyone's like oh he's so nice in the corner you know what I mean
4: I mean the corner in the corner <laughs> no nah, none of them will sit in the corner but if you like that he's born well, 97 his name is Cook. Mm. but um, he is like super talented in everything he directed The latest music video. Jeez. So um, I think their roles, like musically, aren't Mm. as clear cut, but they all have like their own talents on the side that they put into the work.
2: Okay, that makes sense. I only ask because I saw a um, an interesting documentary on Netflix about K-pop, and uh, I think it was part of their. um, Hunter. The Vox one. I think so, yeah, and it's part of like the series that they have on how stuff happens, and it's really interesting how K-pop started. It was a, a group of three boys who were really inspired by like nineties hip hop. Um, even wore their attire; like they looked like a nineties hip hop band, but they they were dope. Like they were good at what they did. But it's just interesting to see um, how it's progressed. But it is it goes back to them being quite manufactured, and someone has to play that role, and that's what they do. Um, within the band what do you think of like their I don't want to say competition but the others like Blackpink is another one isn't it
4: um I feel like they're completely because they're girls Mm.
2: the
4: audience and the fields that it's really weird because like with boy groups and girl groups the fandoms are so different Mm. but sometimes they do um like they do overlap but it's just they have so different they don't really compete against each other in that sense. Okay. Whenever they release music, it's, it hasn't been on the same day yet. They haven't right. had a chance to actually compete like that in Ooh. the current mainstream at their level. Hmm. But um, I yeah, think it's something that that's day. actively avoided, I'm not going to lie.
2: Because <laughs> the internet will break.
4: It's not even the internet. I think it's just too much drama in the industry because right. all the channels there are going to compete to get everybody...
0: Each
2: I'll person, it's just it will become unequal and unfair at some point. Mm. All right. So my question—it's just very interesting how the stan culture works for these groups and just works in general. So, I mean, recently they, your BTS, were nominated for a Grammy, isn't it? Yes. And all it of did was just like tweet out just excitement. That's the only way I can put it. And then underneath the tweet, if you can check the replies, it's just everyone else going mad because they're so happy that um, they've been nominated. It's like a real family. These guys are just gassed that these guys have been nominated. Is there a bad side to stan culture, which you've seen?
4: Um, A bad side? Yeah, I think every fandom has a bad side.
2: Mm.
4: Um, Now more than ever, I feel, because everybody's at home. And um, Mm. I have noticed it being a lot more racial of Black Lives Matter like the racists have just like jump out mm. but um, yeah there's a lot of messiness that happens.
2: Mm. Have you man seen any bad things go on within stan culture that like you just think yo this is gross?
3: I think the commentation of being a stan in itself has some negative attributes purely because I guess maybe stanhood can also allude to the fact that you might see the artist as doing no wrong Whereas obviously Mm. we've seen in like numerous situations, you know, these people are human and they're not, you know, above, you know, what people can, like people do wrong all the time. So Mm. when there's like a scandal, if you know, you're a stan of someone, you're going to defend them to the death. But you know, if it was somebody you didn't like, you're not have you're not holding them to the same regard. So Mm. stan culture is, it can be toxic. And obviously, you know, if, there's an award for someone and not some another artist doesn't win it, like we were talking about with The Weekend stuff, or going to talk about it with The Weekend stuff, mm. it can get really, like, you know, petty. Yeah, it can. Agreed. Rude, like, you know, really rude, so.
2: that That is the massive downside, I guess, is the fact that it can become so toxic and not a place you want to be in. Like, you just see when something happens, these guys are just ready to go at it for nothing, like, over nothing sometimes. It's ridiculous to watch.
3: The artists themselves are just looking at it like, you know, what can I even do? I'm not I, even really even a part like of it. this.
2: No, nah, <laughs> it's that's just... true, you know. I, I can see if, if one of the artists said, oh, let's just all get along. I can see the stands being like, shut up, we're batting for you. <laughs>
3: like, I'm sure that's amazing. happened before. I'm definitely sure that's happened yeah.
4: to someone. Ariana that's... always gets involved.
3: Really? Does she?
2: Yeah. And what's she saying to her fans?
4: Um, I think there was like, something happening with like a group of people going against like these three or four black girls and then she got involved and kind of like defended them and then everybody else turned on the people who went after the girls so it, it, <laughs> it was just like it didn't help but then she was like can you guys please stop
2: just get along <laughs> that does sound like something ariana would do she seems like yo i don't want any violence 'Cause that happened to Katie Pei. Katie Pei was like, Oh yeah, you guys need to chill. And then you all were like commenting, well like, shut up, like we're we're defending you. And then she just backed out of it and said, I'm gonna let you guys do you.
0: Yeah, it's I I think it. it's I think it's kind of crazy because at the end of the day, um me, I view things from like a very like religious point of view. So mm. I feel like when it comes to stand culture, really and truly, it's just idol worship. Like on a heavy, massive level. Um, some people are just, they always just see their favorite artist and, like, yeah, that's my favorite artist. I'm gonna sing along to the lyrics whenever I mm. go there, but I'm not gonna be obsessed living and breathing about that individual. Like, one of my favorite artists is Pusha T. Me and Collins, we went to a Pusha T concert. I have a pair of shoes that he's, I have, well, two pairs of shoes, um, two tapes of his. But I'm, I'm not sitting there worshipping him every day. Do you get what I'm saying? Like praying, yeah. commenting, liking every it can- single picture, every single post. If anybody says anything about Pusha T, I'm going to come gun for them. Do you get what I'm saying? It's, yeah. I have my own it life. Become t-
2: yeah, I agree. And I thing. think
0: it with can- Stan culture, it's very much a demographic thing. So it starts from teenage years where, you know, you don't have much responsibility. You don't have much to think about you know, other than school and come back home. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, So then it just becomes intense. And then if you still have that sort of stand and desire, then it just gets worse and worse and worse. So then it just evolves into something else. So as I said, worship. And then if anybody goes against it, it's like, you must die. Mm. keyboard
2: (laughs) 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 I agree no you're right yeah it can become something that can become very unhealthy and we've seen it and as you know Eminem depicted very well in that song which is where the phrase actually comes from I get what you're saying like it has become something that for some people has been has become a very unhealthy borderline obsession so I guess it's just one of those things like you can have your favourite artist like we all do but it's just how you approach it and how you go about your interactions with that artist per se like you know it shouldn't they shouldn't be the be all and end all and i think the most important thing is if you can see that when they do something wrong you're able to acknowledge it i think that's the most important thing but it's just a very interesting part of what has become pop culture really
3: have you guys ever been like a part of something where you've almost been a stan or maybe a borderline stan What's the one thing you'd say you've been that close to? I mean ikran I'm assuming yours is probably BTS. Or um, I
4: started off as a Harry Potter stan and then really Bieber, Then it was Justin Bieber. I was really into Justin Bieber. You're
3: a believer. Yeah.
2: Yo, it's not a bad choice, you know. Shouts out to him. One of our closest <laughs> friends
3: was a believer back in the day. I think she might still be to some degree.
2: I think yeah, low key. I don't think you should say it if you asked her, but I think <laughs> Yeah, she still is.
3: Bieber Valley, man, that's makes... my guy.
2: Bieber Valley, but the boy makes good music. I'm not gonna hate. Um, for me, I was really heavy on Captain Conan when we were a lot younger, especially when they came out at first, and they were more or less a lot more underground. Um, not as big a fan of them now, <gasps> well, nowhere near. But yeah, I was. That's that's someone I can say that was a group of people. Uh, that group I was very interested in. Cole, I'm guessing yours is Drake.
3: Yeah, I was really like I was a very big fan at at the beginning stage, like really big fan. Mm. And then, as you know, like after like views and stuff, it, it kind of tailed off a little bit for me. Like how mm. I kind of saw through a lot of his nonsense. I mean, I'm still a fan now. Don't get me wrong, but mm. that's probably probably mine if I had to pick. Um, yeah, and the weekend and the weekend to some degree, but yeah,
2: still a fan. Do you know what the week? There's I swear there's cracking after hours, man.
3: That album is so good. Yeah, we'll, we should get into it. But Iman, what's yours? Um,
0: I've never really... Well, I don't think I've been a stan. Like, maybe maybe a fan of... Um, actually, yeah, no, no. Maybe a G-Unit fan.
2: Um, yes. at, at young. You and Amar.
0: Um, yeah, no, definitely. Because Amar put me on. Shout-outs to Amar. Amar definitely put me on to that um, G-Unit. Then from G Unit, it went into went to Kanye West because at one point I had more Kanye West songs than I had with Fifty Cent, G Unit, and I was kind of mm. confused. Mm-hmm. Like mm, maybe I have to look at Kanye West a bit different. Then the whole mm. Illuminati thing came through. I was like mm. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah. Then and then it became Pusha T because I didn't really understand the diff- like what was going on between Pusha T and Lil Wayne. And then the the song Exodus Twenty Three, like it was just a, it was just like who's this guy, and then I just kept listening to his songs, and it was just that like, it just became a fan from that point. So I think right mm-hmm. now I'm a fan, very much a fan of Pusha T. Then it's anything.
2: a good choice, man. Yeah, Rapper of the Year for 2018, I think it was. So good
0: choice. Didn't
2: get right. it, but he was. Yeah, that was. His was it was definitely, definitely. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I don't think anyone could agree with that. All right, so I think we're all. Well, I know I am. I'm disappointed and shocked. Uh, Weekend has been completely, I don't know what the word is, I'm going to say locked out or blocked out of this year's Grammys. Um, Not a single nomination. Um, He's put it down to the fact that uh, he isn't willing to perform um, with them on come this week. He wasn't willing to perform for them and he's opted to perform for the, what's it called, Super Bowl? So I just think this is crazy. I don't know how After Hours or even singles off of that album haven't been nominated. There's...
3: Uh, is a, you know what? thing is, um, as a fan, right, it's quite funny because his first project, you know, arguably is his best for me. Mm-hmm. And then um, he went on like a bit of like a pop tirade where he was, you know, kind of making a little bit more consumer heavy songs. Mm-hmm. Um And he won Grammys for those. So, like, I think he won Grammys for, like, The Hills or I'm not sure what the other one is, Can't Feel My Face, Starboy. Mm. You know, albums, I didn't think that were that great. Now he's become more, you know, conscious of his image, made a more concise album, something Mm. that sounds a bit more true artistically. And he still has the bangers as well as that. So, you know, Blinding Lights, um, Heartless to some degree. I have no idea what's happened there. It's, It's definitely a blatant a blatant admission do you know what I'm saying that someone has yeah. definitely said we're not going to nominate him for what, whatever reason that may be yeah um, is, yeah
2: if you're not nominating Blinding Lights or you're not nominating some of the other songs um, in your eyes I want to say mm-hmm. like if you're not nominating those and that means you've just not been listening to what's happened this year and that's what the Grammys is supposed to be a reflection of now we're wearing in certain categories they do make mistakes you know but um I just can't believe not a single nomination. A you, are you Are you a fan of The Weeknd at all?
4: Um, I'm not a massive fan of The Weeknd, but I do know that I haven't been able to escape Blinding Lights. It's just been everywhere.
2: Even mm. without,
4: like, it's just all over the internet. Like, I heard it on TikTok first and I didn't actually know it was by him.
2: Yeah. See, it's, it's one of the, I just don't see, like, I just feel like, if you don't, if you do that, you're not acknowledging the year that's been had and that's not, that's, not what the Grammys should be doing, which is why I think like Drake's most recent uh, comments on the Grammys is really interesting, and in the fact that, uh, that these men just ain't respecting what we're doing. I think it's time we make our own ceremony where the art is truly appreciated. Because if you're not acknowledging the weekend's year, then I don't know what you're doing.
3: But I, I, it's, I, it's the onus is now on the artists to do that now, though, because mm-hmm. as as much as people are, you know upset for the weekend and rightly so. There's still artists that are very, you know I mean, and naturally so over the moon that they've been nominated for the Grammys. So it's, you got to be either in or out. Like the, the artists need to come together and maybe talk to another award ceremony and mm. give artists a bit more leeway on power as to who gets nominated or, you know, maybe bring the fans involved. Do you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, this committee business, cause I know how it works. You, you get like a, you get, um, Enrolled every year. So once so I work for a music company and they sent me an email saying, Would you like to enroll for a Grammy nomination committee? Will you pay like an admission each year? So it's people in the industry that are voting, but you know, not everybody in this industry actually listens to music like that. Yeah. So the onus needs to be on the artist, in my opinion. So just yeah, take that power away. But I think yeah,
0: bro. But then again, I feel like as you said, not a lot of people listen to music in this industry so they're pretty much blinded so mm. when it comes to picking certain categories uh based on their achievements and you know the certain criterias i feel like y- yes you're just speaking about people just to give a general general uh, consensus and then just say yep this is what it is so mm. for example the hip-hop uh nominations um I I don't know why D Smoke is there. Like I listened to the yeah, album it's once. It's the wrong smoke. It's the wrong smoke, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how,
2: Smoke is not nominated. I, I don't know. You know.
0: That's I mean, that's, smoke, that, that's It's not to take any anything away from D Smoke, but it's just like, mm. how do you come up with this? And then more importantly, it's just like, how 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 are the nominations? Like for, I know there's there's criteria, right? But then how are you, like, how are you actually selecting a focus group for this particular group? Do you know what I'm saying? So, mm. and it's, there's a lot that needs to be sat down. And there's a lot that needs to, yeah, a lot that needs to be discussed and ironed out. But they've been having this problem for several years. Mm. So, I mean, I, f- I feel like we are partly the ones to blame, but at the same time, we're not not the whole um, reason for the actual Mm. blame. Do you understand? Yeah. Because I even remember, uh, what's his name? Um, Not his name, sorry, her name. Um, What's the lady on uh, Breakfast Club? Angela Yee. Angela Yee. Angela Yee. She was requested to join the committee, but she declined. And it's like, but this was time ago. It's Mm. like, well, if you declined and then you're upset this year, then you should have really just accepted... and been a part of of Mm. the voting process and allowed um, a proper decision to be made so Mm. that the right, deserving artist can receive an accolade because they deserve it, not just because it's a name that's been popped out of a hat or, you know, friends in industry that have just swayed the vote. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So I feel like we are partly to blame, but not wholly.
2: So your boys, BTS, they were nominated for a Grammy. And what, what category was it in?
4: Um, Best Pop Duo Group Performance.
2: See, so that's interesting, because you'd obviously be over the moon and happy for them at this moment in time. But I guess you'd still be able to acknowledge the fact that, I guess, sometimes a Grammy gets it wrong and they haven't nominated people in the right categories or they've messed up.
4: Yeah. Um, I think even with BTS, that... Nomination was literally purely for that one English song they did, and it's just mm. completely alienated the Korean songs that they released and they did.
2: Yeah,
4: like campaign to be nominated.
2: See, that's interesting because they, they that's that's my biggest problem with the Grammys that they they get it wrong when I mean, it's so easy to get it right. And I'm sure the year BTS have had that they've been everywhere. You know, they uh, they had a number one single on the Hot 100 that they can't be yeah. ignored and then it kind of just feels like you're putting them in a category to just say, uh, here's your nomination, you know, do with it what you want, sort of thing. It's not the right category. It seemed like what Tyler's issue was last year when he was like, well, what does urban urban contemporary mean? Like, you know. It means black. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But it was like, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you're not doing it right and then obviously I think the weekend's been completely shut out, that's political, I think that's clear as day but getting it as wrong as they have with Pop Smoke not being nominated for Rap Album of the Year, even, I could even make a case that I think Pop Smoke should be in contention for Album of the Year because I think what that album did was amazing, his songs are everywhere, cultural impact was pretty huge and obviously R.I.P. so that gives it even more of a a reason to be pushed. You all got nominated, but I just feel like it was a a little throwaway nomination. And that's my least favourite type of nomination. I'd rather you didn't nominate me.
3: If you if you substitute the D Smoke album for Pop Smokes, then I won't be angry at the rap album list that they've got. But mm. if, if 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 Freddie Gibbs doesn't win, I'm going to be absolutely livid. I'm just saying that now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be absolutely livid. No, this that's is that's the point. F-
0: Bruv, I need to give somebody the flowers, yeah. You see Collins. Collins has been on job when it comes to choosing music. So Mm. he's put me on to Freddie Gibbs, yeah, which I'm very thankful for. No problem. What's his name? I I was listening to the radio and I was like, who's this guy playing this mad noise early in the morning? And I went and checked his album and I found his music on um, our playlist, M-I-C playlist, you can go and check that out it's Tame Impala so shout out to Collins man. you deserve your flowers Tame Impala
3: ah, Tame Impala wow. man Tame Impala are cold yeah they're cold they've I'm quite late to them to be fair but I their past two albums I really like and they make like quite I can't really explain their music but they got a groove man them got them. Mm. them white Don's got soul so <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: that's, that's definitely it's definitely a soul shout out
0: to Tame Impala and
3: that for sure for sure yeah
2: Alright, so next topic is, um, I don't know if you guys saw, but the comments have been a madness under the Sainsbury's advert for the Christmas Sainsbury's advert and uh, Meghan Markle's miscarriage. Um, I, sh- I don't know how to feel anymore, you know? Like I'm, do you know what? I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed is how I feel when I see them replies underneath it. But it's the Sainsbury's advert ain't even... I don't wanna say it's not it's just people doing normal stuff. It just so happens that the people in the advert are black. Mm-hmm. How are you saying I don't feel represented when Lidl's advert this year is a carrot? So what are you man what are you man really saying? You know what I mean? It's just it's ridiculous. I I I personally just don't I don't get it. Oh, I don't dumb. see why
3: I feel like I'm at my wit's end. <laughs> mm. Like not even I'm at I'm at my wit's end. I'm just so uh, uh when when I re- when I heard about it, I was like, Oh, swear, mad thing. That's just how I feel at this point. Like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't I don't know how many more examples we need for you know the british public to show us that they don't rate us you know what i'm saying so mm. and the thing is i didn't even watch the advert after seeing the controversy That's- so then when i when <laughs> no, i eventually no. saw when i eventually saw the advert i just laughed because like what how can you That's be angry the at that <laughs> like, like you don't want to go
2: shop at sainsbury's because man's cooking gravy. what
3: boy I, I i have i have no words
2: i don't know i know you saw the replies how did how did you feel
4: I felt like I could predict the replies before I even mm. start reading them. Like it's the same type of profile pictures, the same type of comments, same back and forth. So I really just went through them and reported most of them. Yo. Yeah, right and rightfully so. Right yeah, for get them out of
2: here. It's it's ridiculous, and I can't. The one that really hurts me more is Megan's one because mm. you just know why their man are moving the way they're moving. Like, I think Megan's speaking on something that's really important, um, discussing her miscarriage. And then people have the guts to be in the comments like, oh, Megan, here again. Just using it for attention. Dog, she had a miscarriage. Like, mm. if she she can tell people when she's ready, A, and B, like, her telling... You don't know what her telling, some, um, telling the public might do for someone else. It might make someone else feel, you know, who's been through it. Be like, you know what, if Megan can talk about it so can I or just help someone to feel better because it's that someone that uh well respected and that high up has had a miscarriage I just don't see how people can be in the comments complaining and saying oh she's back here again like we know why you don't like her but show some respect
4: I think there's also the issue that if she didn't say anything it would have been made into this huge conspiracy that she's hiding a miscarriage Mm. and that she's a people, people saying like people make it like a huge thing so it, it yeah, is good yeah. she basically didn't have a choice it would have had to it's come a,
2: out but i couldn't agree more and she had she i mean when you're in that sort of light like she has you have to uh unfortunately disclose a lot about your life especially when you're married to someone who's a prince um so i just think it went i just don't understand how people are in the comments like that like they genuinely feel that way and i don't know if that's I just don't see how, how you can, if that makes sense. That it's, it's all mind-boggling to me that people are out there moving like that.
4: Yeah, they said they were attention-seeking when they put down the reefs for Remembrance Day as well. And it was like, this is a photo op. Mm. But it's like if they didn't, everyone would be like, they're unpatriotic.
2: They, that is genuinely a couple that can't win. Yeah, can't, you definitely can be damned if they don't.
3: Because
2: yeah. that man got a Netflix documentary and they were like, well, why are they getting a Netflix documentary? Like, I'm going to get the bag. Like, don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> when, the,
3: when the crown catches up to their story, it's going to be lit. That's when I'm going to start watching it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're going to get Meghan Markle to play Meghan Markle. Because <laughs> 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 she can do that. She's an actress as well. So we know she got she's got it in the bag. A fact plus the crown is with Netflix as well, and she's got a documentary coming on Netflix. Yo, I'm seeing the stars. And they're and
0: like- my, my, my thing is, is that first of all, the Sainsbury's advert. Um, I mean, I, I'd never the fact that Sainsbury's did that that's like a massive thing for us. Um, mm. but it's, it's one of them ones where it's like, oh, well, thanks, like. That's that's absolutely great. Because at least it's representation mm. for, you know, the African black community, especially the people that have been here before us. So showing that, you know, was was a plus side. For people who are complaining, they're just closed minded, you know. Perhaps. And it's like it's it's almost like nah, it's it's not even like anything. I mean, if you have the time for it then you have the time for it. If you want to give it the energy, then you give it the energy. And that's Mm. what people want to do. With the Meghan Markle situation, that's just, that's silliness. That's stupidity and just childlike behavior. She has a miscarriage. She's telling her experience to the world because,
3: Mm.
0: you know, essentially that's her child. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And some people, you know, they may have a different view of a child in the womb you know they may feel like that's not a child and they're very much um, pro-choice but I don't want to get into that conversation I'm just saying like miscarriage to some people it's a heavy heavy topic and I was speaking to somebody a few weeks back on her having a miscarriage and she was she was super emotional by it she was like yo I had a miscarriage and those were my babies and I didn't get to see my babies so it humanizes her in, in the most in the most way as possible. And then mm. people are just like, nah, bond that. bro. you shouldn't be with with uh, my man, the prince. He's, no, he's not even a prince no more because of you. Blah, 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 this, this and that. You moved out of the country. You're not even part of the, the royal family anymore. Blah, it's like, if you want yeah, to give yeah, it yeah. the energy, then you give it the energy. But I personally don't have that time for that energy. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? It's in one one is like it goes in one ear, then it comes out the other. For me, when I yeah. hear like that negativity and that demonization of just an individual.
3: Mm.
0: Even even the black stuff, like for me, that was like, like oh, that's really good, that's really nice, they're moving forward. At least they're recognizing and acknowledging that yes, there's not just white people in this nation. But other people they just see white and that's how they see it. That's how oh, they life.
2: And I think that is very interesting what you life. brought up about
0: uh, miscarriages and
2: the fact that I think the hardest thing is, is the fact you've got your mind mentally prepared to start loving something and really ready to uh, bring something into the world and that opportunity is snatched from you. I think that's why it needs to be discussed because mentally that's that's torture, really. That To be so prepared to bring something into the world only for it to be taken away from you not for something not for anything you did wrong just because you know for whatever complications came about that's painful and needs to be discussed um yeah. I was gonna say have you seen something but i think just that earlier
4: um seen something as in the reply
2: yeah well now i thought you was gonna say have you seen something but don't worry oh yeah okay. i did
4: um have you seen the stuff of tesco
2: Oh, what Tesco had they were gonna put a black person in yeah. the advert, saw the reaction oh, yeah, saying he's yeah, yeah, yeah. got, and they said, Yeah, we want we don't want none of that. Wow, we want no parts.
3: I hear it, <laughs> <laughs> I hear it.
2: Yo, that's now nah, that's gross. Come on,
3: Boy. do it with your chest. Boy,
2: put put, put put black people in adverts with your chest. That's that's what that's what I'm going with. <laughs> that's the hashtag. <laughs> I don't half and half it. Because obviously then, um, I think the actors came out and said, yeah, we filmed this really lovely scene and it got taken out. And I don't don't even think, I think um, Tesco's advert would have been better for it. Tesco's advert was more of a a diverse way of people anyway. So theirs, I don't think, would have seen the same backlash. But yeah, no, the fact that that Tesco did that, that's disgusting.
4: Yeah, I think they did one for Ramadan and it had... massive backlash because it was during lockdown and it was a mom teaching her son how to cook through like facetime Mm. and the comments were disgusting it was just like who's this for blah blah blah
2: who's this for (laughs) they they
1: told you start throwing like
4: statistics out and it's just like okay close your eyes
2: oh god i hate when they do that and it's like well only the percent of the population is muslim so who's this for like People want to see themselves on TV and just embrace different cultures. And you never know that that mum teaching her son over um, Facetime, you could learn something. So yeah. I, I'm I, I'm just disappointed in the fact that people in this country still have that opinion.
4: Yeah, they're still going to order like biryani anyway. It just bothers a- them seeing a family.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. yo, it's, it's sickening really. When you, I can't believe that people behave like this and just think this is the right way to go about things but we all can do is hope for change and I think the more these adverts happen you know the the more that I think people will just you know get used to it um so these major companies have to keep doing these adverts and you know what if them man say hey I'm I'm not going to eat um I'm not going to go buy food at Sainsbury's then so be it. I don't want to be in the same place as them they say, I'm going to go shop at Tesco. All of them are going to go hungry anyway, because you're going to be out of places to shop. That's a fact. It is that. really fair, but... weird,
4: though, because the company that made the Sainsbury'd, Sainsbury's advert is the same one that makes the Nikon's. So they, they've they always made multicultural adverts. I see. And those never get a backlash. But when it was, like, Sainsbury's... Like,
2: yeah, you, you know them, like... man, they're like, it's my Sainsbury's, can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's why. That's why they're upset. Oh, I can't believe British more signed fees. Because like,
3: I feel like BLM has put a battery in there back in it. They feel like. Well, you
2: know what they yeah. said. Uh, race relations have been hindered, or I don't know. I'm wording this wrong, but been impacted fifty one percent. So yes, of course, you know we was out in the summer, uh, fighting for our rights, and these men didn't like it so much. So they did another. Um, protest after our one and said, yo, you might need to respect us. Come on. No, nah, it's not even
0: it's, it's not even fighting for our rights. We're just fighting to be humanized. That's mm. it. That's all but they didn't like that. Yeah. Because they're Kay. like, oh what are you really fighting for this, is and that. Like, oh yeah, we've got problems as well. Yeah, well you have to understand there are other issues mm. that people are dealing with on a daily basis. And you don't have to deal with those issues. Um, but, you know, BLM mm. as an organisation, I can talk about that, but not today. Not not, not today, right now. But, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's heavy. Um, yeah. But, yeah. No, I just hope that they... they res- like, I, my hope is that more companies do these sort of ads, put these sort of ads on TV, and everything is diverse. I like, even um, McDonald's ad for Christmas this year, it seems to take a bit of a mental health sort of approach with a little boy who's really down and i'm not i mean the advert kind of does end a bit like oh mcdonald's fixed his uh like depression but you know it's a it's a story that needs to be told so i do i do just hope that going forward all um everyone's represented in adverts going forward and companies don't shy away just because of this one incident with sainsbury's
3: yeah fingers crossed man it's- it's important, especially like for kids, because mm. to be able right. to be able to see yourself on TV, it does something to the mind. You know, it gives you, you know, mm. the ideology that you're not like a minority, even though we technically are. But you know, yeah. it's good to have representation.
2: Facts. All right, so uh, it's nearly the end of the year. I think we've got about five more weeks. Five, four, yeah, about five more weeks until the end of the year. So. I just wanted to know if there's, and what has been a weird year for everyone, um, if there's been some moments or something you've come across that's made you really laugh. Hmm.
0: That's a good you think.
2: Now, I'll, I'll say my two. Um, and they both, you know what? Shouts out to Biddy Forbes, because she's both moments. Um, first one being spray on jeans. I couldn't believe it when she came on. So, Ipkan, just for a bit of backstory, um, we had a guest come on, um, and We was talking about fashion and how back in the day, uh, boys used to wear spray-on jeans, and that's how tight their jeans were. But uh, Billy thought that when we said spray-on jeans, she actually meant like she thought boys were painting jeans on, basically. <laughs> so, I mean, the laugh that that gave us was hilarious. And then yesterday, I, was given, I gave her a question in our quiz and I said, um, "Name the Freddie Mercury biopic, uh, which just means the biographical film, basically." But she was like uh, adamant. It was a, I was talking about Instagram and what his bio picture was. Um, so she kept saying, oh, "It must be. It just must be a picture of himself. That's what it is." But obviously, the correct answer was um, *The Human Rhapsody*. So thank you for Billy for giving me my two funniest moments this year, hands down.
3: I think one of mine might be just Chet Hanks in general. Just every time he pops (laughs) up on my feed, he's just doing something crazy, you know? That boy
2: is different, man.
3: He's just built different.
2: We discussed it yesterday. I don't know how he's Tom Hanks' son, but we love it. The the Matrix
3: has glitched for him to come out the way he's come out. I don't understand.
2: He's he's special. Them videos are hilarious. They lend themselves to... So many great and funny moments. I am a massive fan. I hope he goes on to either make music or do films. Chet <laughs> <laughs> Hanks speaking reminds me of that scene. Um I don't know, it's a Brad Pitt scene, and he comes yes. in and he goes, Everything gonna be RE <laughs> I thought that was fake. <laughs> <laughs> so did
3: I. Oh
2: my I god.
3: Uh I feel sick. I can't believe that was actually real. I thought someone dubbed it.
2: <laughs> nah, he did not even try. It. He's going to jail for that accent. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that is that bad pit scene is upper echelon. man, you got a funny moment from this year?
0: I'm still thinking. I'm mm. still thinking. Um yeah, it's it's quite hard. Uh Ikran I- 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 can give a few examples as I still think because there's been uh, plenty of things that it is, it I is thinking tough. too is I'm not t- going
4: to lie but um, it's a
0: tough thing to think about
4: I think more broadly I've just become obsessed with TikTok
2: that does lend itself to some funny moments I will not
4: yeah the humor just agree. so dark it's funny
2: <laughs> it's... What's, the, what's the best TikTok you come across recently oh <sighs>
4: Oh god, my my brain just my brain just went blank. I can't think.
2: Do you know what's really good British TikToks? Like, if you get the chance, just go through like on YouTube British TikToks, and it's basically our school experience, like school experiences in the UK, um, and the things that you just remember. Uh, so, for example, like uh, uh, getting sent out of class and being like, "Why am I being sent out for?" those sort of things it lends itself very well to seen one more.
3: with uh, where it's like food tech where you're like mummy I didn't, I didn't <laughs> buy my my, yeah. my <laughs> ingredients and he's like when is it due tomorrow tomorrow
4: <laughs> the paper tower ones it's like yeah they've broken something they're like and suddenly they're fine <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it really makes people um, like think outside the box man I love this it's it does
2: I think it's it is it's the the best Thing since Van I'd say. I think Vine is in a class of its own, but it's a very good follow-up to Vine.
0: I think. I think the, um, the two things I've seen, it's really recent, but um, I'm not just going to say it's for the whole entire year. But it's just really recent. So this, mm. the stuff that I've seen, maybe this month, is um, if the shoe fits, and also
3: they've given DC, us a lot of good That moments. just happened. Mm.
0: This morning, well, it's uh, Nate Robson. Oh, Yo, banged. that knockout. He went sleep. He went to sleep. <laughs> Bang. And, uh, yeah. That
1: I mean, I, I, I
0: tried to... No, it, it didn't make me... You know what? I just laughed at all the other memes. I, the, oh. the fight itself is completely <laughs> different because I watched the fight and I was like, mate, you're doing it all wrong. And mm. that's when Jake Paul just had to say, "You know what? Let me just box with this guy and see what happens." And he did it three times. He knocked him on the floor three times, and then the third Jeez. time was a devastating one. Way just
2: he you know. was out like a light. Word to Drake? Yeah, that was honestly,
0: bad. honestly, no, nah, no, nah, that that was it. Was it was very bad the way he was moving? Because honestly, he was just he was he was trying to knock him out, but it was like me there's a, play. a playbook to knocking somebody out. You jab, you move around, you make sure you're hitting them to make sure they get tired and then you knock them mm. out. But he was just going for it straight away. And because he's a basketball player, he's got fast switch muscles, he's a three-time dunk competition, winner. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, slow down. And he didn't. And he got, it was twice. It was like, big man, if you do not pay attention to what you're doing, you're going to get knocked out. Third, so second round. Just current on his back, on his on his face with his dunks, and it's like bro. <laughs> with his dunks. <laughs> it was mad. It was mad. But hey, with the shoe fits, if the shoe fits is a
2: sorry? It was. was he, oh my god, this year's been long. I was <laughs> yeah. I was adamant he was the last year. Oh my god.
3: It must have been surely right this year.
2: Jarden. who's Jarden again? Because we spoke about Jordan, it on this Jordan, on this
3: Jordan. on this podcast, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was This year, it was. Jeez,
2: year. yo. But like, um, what a year?
0: No, no, that 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 this recent episode. Well, this recent uh, season um, of The Shoe Fits was really funny, but then it was also strange because the, the the white girl as well, the the one that owns the business host. If I if, if I was there, I would have given her a lesson properly of like what light skinned people actually are. X, Y, and Z, this, this and did
3: that. Do you think it was feticism from her? Did you get that vibe?
0: No, it's just that I'm well, they're not none of them are light skinned. It's just that four of them are light skinned and she's saying I like light skin skinned niggas. It's like right. then what's the point of you being here? Do you get what I'm saying? It's like who did you really want? And then for you to say that, i there's just a bunch of stuff I can say about this lady but on like Did the most respectful way. Huh? Did it make
2: you feel
0: uncomfortable watching it? Yeah, because it's like, you're going to say you only like light-skinned people. So it's like, if a, if a man who's light-skinned, to be honest, like me, I don't have a type. But if a light-skinned uh, man walks in, you're, you're gonna just, just going to fall in love. And then what mm. if he does you dirty? Now like, you, don't, you don't like light-skinned people. There's it's better stuff I can say about that individual. But nah, I mean, the whole se- the whole season, that season was funny to me. So I really enjoyed it. This is, you're putting a lot of uh,
2: really funny people. I didn't even know Conan was that funny, but he, I mean, he does lend himself to some funny moments. The show is good. What they managed to create over there is, is, is very entertaining. And they've given us some great moments. So I'm looking forward to what else they have to give as well. But yeah, no, it's good that we've all had those moments. It's, it's always important to find... Something funny actually, another thing
0: to, that was funny this year was, was uh Boris Johnson when he caught COVID. That was funny. To How me. That that funny? was that? No, that was funny to me because oh it's God. like, oh yeah, I was out here shaking hands, I was out here doing this, and then next thing you're on a freaking okay, yeah,
2: on. That, that, I guess that that's <laughs> <laughs> yo, he's trying to get the secret service on us, yeah. <laughs> but the way he went about it was that's ridiculous. How can you be the president? Do you know what they're both jokes because Trump got it and um. Boris got it, and that man were just moving, no regard for anyone else. Trump was in, uh, Boris was in a hospital with um, people who had it, and he was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna do what I want, you know, forget the rules that I've put in place. I'm gonna do what I want." You shouldn't be surprised that he got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, now um, I guess if anyone's got any other funny moments.
3: No, man. No, I can't think of any.
4: Not funny per se, but I think EastEnders just got really good this year.
3: <laughs> What's happening in <isn't> it? <laughs> What's happening?
2: Should I watch for Christmas? What? Should I, watch, should I start getting ready for Christmas now? Yeah, I feel is. like you should
4: go back the past two weeks as well, because okay. I don't want to spoil it, but everybody's doing crime.
2: <laughs> <Everybody>. <laughs> everyone's, on, the
3: the everyone's on
1: booting Nah That's funny
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Please explain further
4: Basically um, Kush is involved with Phil And Kat and the only person against them is Ian it's just such a mess and Ian's going to be taken out of EastEnders for a bit. There's like apparently going to be a plot line where he gets attacked but I don't know how yet but he's the like, he's the OG character from the first episode so Mm. that's supposed to be a big deal. He's also very skinny now if you haven't seen him for a while. Oh
2: really? Yeah, I heard he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And he got really upset because what's her name rejected him.
4: Yeah, basically, but the thing is he basically killed her son. So
2: what? There was wow. that
4: anniversary episode where they went on a boat on the Thames.
2: Oh, and he left him, minute.:
4: He locked him in. <laughs> because <laughs> like he... But Dennis was a menace. Yeah, he basically was online getting the alt-right to attack um, his son. So, because he became Muslim, it. Oh,
3: wow. For That's the sure.
2: Fuck. Wait, whose <laughs> son became Muslim? Ian's. <laughs> Isn't Ian's son killed James? Yeah,
4: so when he was in prison, he converted.
2: Mazar. Yeah. Yo, EastEnders is cooking, you know. Yeah, it, might have to be a, it
3: might have to be an omnibus thing for me. I'm not going to lie.
2: Mm, mm,
3: mm. Omnibus looking omnibus kind of.
4: You can catch up because it was gone for most of lockdown. So,
2: Jeez. Yo, okay. that's a storyline and a half. So what do you think is going to happen at Christmas, which is the most important time in EastEnders' calendar year?
4: I think it's just been escalating so much. I'm not sure where they're going to be.
3: Someone's going to die,
0: as always. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> going to die of COVID. COVID's out. not He's in
4: it strong. No COVID's not mentioned I' oh, they're not
2: wearing masks And, and that like It just no. doesn't exist
4: They have this weird Social distancing Going on Where they're getting oh, Like listen. relatives And friends and bubbles To play like The person that comes Into contact with oh, that's them
2: That's quite smart actually but Yeah Okay that's, That is clever And what Are they all awkwardly Standing like Two metres apart Yeah Because I doubt near ruined for <laughs> when you know It's
4: like shit Yeah
2: <laughs> Tari was grossed at it Like They'd be like, oh, uh, "You two have a conversation, and say someone's here. Someone's on the other side of the room, and they might as well just be shouting at each other." It was—it's not a good look, but I guess rules are rules. But it does—I guess it makes filming very difficult.
4: Yeah, their makeups changed a bit as well because I guess they're doing their own.
2: Oh my god, that—that <laughs> <laughs> that must be leading to some bad looks.
4: <laughs> no, I think some people have genuinely improved.
2: Okay. It's Because you I know your thinking, face, isn't it? I guess so. Like. That's got something to do with it. I mean, they've done some really good storylines this year. I was really impressed. Like, I dipped in and out of the one about the lady with her domestic violence one. She's now on I'm a Celebrity. Um, I oh, forget her yeah. name. Shan- the mixtape. face lady. Mm.
4: She died. <laughs> I'm That's
2: not
0: going to tell you how, though. but... But I'm not actually so I say morbid, how Danny, man. What the no, no, it's because the way she said
2: she died. She died. If Now I feel
4: bad. <laughs> if you watch the episode, you're gonna be like, what?
3: Is it the one where she like I think I might have saw this on Google Box, funnyly enough, and like she gets killed and then the guy is it by like a, a guy?
4: Her husband, yeah,
3: and then he comes back and pretends that she killed herself or something like that,
4: like it was accidental, yeah.
3: Yes, yes, I saw that clip.
2: What she like fell on the dishwasher, innit?
3: Yeah, Yeah, it was wild. She tripped
4: on like a a (laughs) toy. I'm trying to write anymore.
3: (laughs) He goes out, goes into the
4: pub, gets milk, glass milk to be sure that he can drop it. It's all very like
2: weird,
4: and he's a lawyer, so
3: it's just crazy.
2: What is he going to defend himself? Is he is he a prime suspect in her death, or is it just? Oh, away? that's
4: that's been wrapped up. He he got away with it.
2: Shit! I and mean, what he's just walking around the square like, yo, this is everybody me. feels
4: sorry for him because you know no. he go.
2: her dad was a little bit suspicious about it though. Like he had. Oh, his...
4: yeah, he is because um, the guy that she was working for, he liked her, and they were supposed to escape together that day.
2: She wait. It was a. I want to say it was a. Um, a Sikh guy. Yeah,
4: yeah, because they and knew each other from their childhood.
2: Mm. And he was he was gonna help her escape, but homeboy clocked on. Uh, he so he made him set off the alarm or something like that.
4: Yeah, he accidentally set off the alarm. He's
2: us his standards is cooking, you know. I can't lie.
3: I'm back in. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, this one's a little
2: bit dumb, but everything else, I'm here for. It sounds like it's good. Yeah. Uh, well. That's your little EastEnders breakdown.
3: <laughs> That's the first time I've had that on. there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> cool, we might have to go away and then come back and be like? This if you haven't been going.
4: watching, watching, mm. what you do need to know is that Denise, you know, Denise and Phil had a child, right? Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Seriously, a few <two> years, <laughs> years ago, yeah. Denise became an alcoholic. They were alcoholic together. They had a child. She gave up for adoption. The child is back now.
2: The child Whoa. is
3: back. The real is back. The real is back. Uh, yeah, I'm back. omnibusting thing. I mean, let me search this right now. Omnibus.
2: <laughs> oh. It's happened years ago, but yeah. <laughs> How did the child, it, have they really? Have they classed the child well? It, I'm assuming the, they just. The child still a baby. It's still, yeah, it's still. Uh,
4: a, fair. You can't. It's still like a toddler. It's not. A big so why did,
2: what has Denise gone in and been like? Yo, I want I want to take care of it now.
4: Do you want me to tell you what happened?
0: Yeah, spoil spoiler, spoil it, spoil it, spoil, it,
4: spoil, it, okay. spoil, it, spoil it. So basically, the family she gave the son to and died, because it turns out they're also in a bad family, like a mafia type of situation.
2: Oh, shit. Um,
4: so the grandmother tries to keep the child, but somehow she knows about Phil and his dodgy dealings, and he knows about her dodgy dealings. And then Callum, who's Ben's husband, fiance, whatever, he yeah. um, works with the police. He's a police officer. And he kind yes. of sets her up and whatever. And that's how they get to keep the son. But basically, that that child was adopted by a dodgy family.
2: It, honestly,
3: it's just gross. Nothing, yeah. ha- nothing, fa- nothing happy ever happens in that show. Now I really think about <laughs>
4: it. <laughs> no, nothing makes sense. Jack yeah. and Denise were a couple. And that was like...
2: Jack cute. and Denise? Yeah. That makes zero to no sense. Entertaining isn't it Mm. Cush as well Have I made that out
4: Um, I think she was I think Denise has somehow been with almost everyone
2: Yes, This girl (laughs) It is what it is Uh, That is insane Well you know what You've done EastEnders a favour Because you might have gotten two new viewers I might have to spin this cube And see what I've missed out it's just too many days. If they dropped it down to two, I think I could hack it. But They did days, no,
4: if just before they ran out of episodes. It was like two, was that, two or three. Was then. that more
2: digestible?
4: No, it was more confusing because, you know, on Fridays you always knew it was a big episode. But then you start losing oh. track on what is Friday and what is Monday. Hmm.
2: Mm. So what, what days did they drop? Monday and Friday?
4: No, they were doing it on Monday and Tuesday.
2: Monday and Tuesday. But now it's every uh, day again. Okay.
4: But it moves really slow because they have all the like distant scenes.
2: Mm. All right. Well, I'll give it a try, especially if it, there's not much to catch up on then as well. Yeah. Right. Thank you for that breakdown. That was. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so enlightened. <laughs> um, all right. It can tell the people where they can find you online.
4: On Twitter, it's literally just my first name, at Ikran. Um, and on Instagram, it's DD.
2: 2ds <laughs> 2ds thank you for that um, thank you once again for coming on. you've been great and that EastEnders down. that's that's a many um, listen I'm just, just trying to
4: connect more EastEnders <laughs>
2: <laughs> just the way you said she died that's made my day that was hilarious um, but yeah uh, like share subscribe all that good stuff um, BTS Army we're,
3: we're joining we're joining we're part Army now What's, what are you saying yeah we are
2: Send my starter pack.
3: Have a <laughs> yeah, we need that starter pack. You gotta put things in.
2: BTS is gonna be the artwork for this week. <laughs>
3: it
2: has to be done. Yeah,
3: Respect why not? Why
2: not? Respect to the boys. Um, but other than that, thank you so much again, Nick Graham, for coming. Yeah, we appreciate on. you. Thank you. Well, thank Thanks you. for thank having
3: you. me. So, no always problem. a pleasure.
2: Alright take care. Bye, everyone.